Welcome to the Bang and Bro Podcast. Here we are again today, and today we have video. I know it is wonderful. Now, what am I going to talk about today? First thing I'm talking about, I am a bona fide idiot. I'm a dumb dumb. I don't know what I'm doing. I say this over and over again because obviously, every once in a while you get that big head where you're like, "Ooh, I know what I'm doing." Mm-hmm. I've got it figured out, man. I've got it figured out, but I don't. And God damn, man, figuring it out takes a long time, doesn't it? Like 21 years, and I'm nowhere near. 21 years is still a long time. Doesn't matter if it's young. But wait one second, gotta close the door. But yeah, I'm just thinking about it and fuck man, it's been a crazy 21 years. A lot has changed. I'm in Oregon. I never thought I'd be living here. I don't want to live here. But I had to make the move. Just something I had to do. Yeah, it was a crazy thing that got me here, that's for sure. So for, let's get into the meat and potatoes, I guess. So for a long time, long, long time, after college, after getting expelled from college, I was just on this downward slope for years that I always like, you know, like you're reaching out to do something and then I just stayed where I was. And the reason why I moved was because I had reached my lowest point. And I thought I couldn't get any lower. But I was in my car. I had been there in about like a month and a half. Barely eating. Didn't have money for food. I wouldn't beg. I wouldn't steal. Because I'm prideful like that. And proud. But yeah, I was just sleeping in my car. Going to work and then sleeping in my car got fired from my job that's how it got even worse while I was living in my car I was working at subway and doing college at the same time oh my gosh it was crazy I would just go to work wake up in a park in my car cooking cooking baked to hell because at night you can't trust people to not reach in your car and open the door and then take your car. So what you do is you lock all the windows and doors. And what that means is that at night, you cook. You fucking cook. And I'm a huge guy and I'm living in a sedan. It is so uncomfortable. It is a joke to even call it sleep. And I'm in the car just cooking every night. Get out of the park. Wake up. Go to the try to find a way to make it to the gym in time, get to the gym, take a shower, then go to work and go to work at Subway, then work at Subway until late in the afternoon. Then once it becomes afternoon, go to uh, college. Then after college, come back, do classes. Sometimes I would even do classes in the gym nearby. I went to the gym a lot and I think I was starting to show that I was actually homeless because people were starting to be like, hey, can I help you with this? Can I help you with that? It's like, no, I'm fine. God, it was a fucking rough time, man. Yeah, I just perpetually living in fear is pretty rough. Like, I highly sympathize with homeless people. 
It's not a good road. And I'm in a car, so I'm not like... I at least have somewhere to sleep, and I have some way to get to places. I am not eating. I was losing a lot of weight. I already had lost a lot of weight before I even got there. But I was just in the in the gym. I get a call from my mom. My mom calls me, and she pretty much calls out my bullshit and says, Hey, um, why the fuck are you there? She didn't say it like that. She's more of the Christian sort. But she says, why are you there? And I know I had a reason. I think it was like to say goodbye properly or honor my friends. But when it really came down to it, I had no fucking clue. Like, not for everyone else, just for me. Like, what did I, why was I doing it for me? And there was no reason. I was like, why am I suffering this much when I don't have to? When I can literally go home right now and be in a bed. And talking about it, stuck in that gym after just taking a shower and working on a bunch of projects to figure out some way to make money. I just say, fuck it. Like, it, first, it crushes me. It crushes me that I have failed. Because I don't want to fail. I want to be able to handle living, on, living alone on my own. But for some reason, I just, at the time, couldn't. And I ended up, the next day, after humbling myself, thinking about how much pain I was in that situation, how the fact that I missed food so fucking much, and I really missed a bed. Like, you have no fucking clue how much you miss a bed until you don't have it. I dream about that shit every night. It was a really rough time. I cried myself to sleep every night. I was just miserable, man. Truly miserable. There was this one time, I was like, I was in a Cumberland Farms, right? I walk inside and I get really excited because I think in my debit card, there's at least a dollar. And I know if I show up to the cashier, because I'm a little bit of a smooth talker, I could get maybe two extra things. And I ended up getting that, and now I can get like three items for a dollar. I'm super excited. And then I go to turn my card, and guess what? I don't even have a dollar. I have 52 cents. That's what I found. I have 52 fucking cents. That's it. And the shame and the pain of being like, I was so excited to eat. And then it was just taken away from me. And then also how shameful it was to not even be able to have that kind of money. And to be essentially begging for it. And I'm like, I'm fucking 21 and I'm homeless. Like I thought I'd be doing a little bit better than this. And yeah, I, next day I said, you know what? I'm coming home. I don't know how we're going to do this, but in two weeks I'm going to take a plane. And I'm going to be home. My mom, she gave me some money to make it happen. I'm really thankful for that. And I remember like the, she gave me a bunch of money towards the end and all I wanted to do was fucking eat. I was at Starbucks. I bought so, I bought, I think 50 to a hundred dollars worth of shit to fucking eat. I was just eating like crazy. I had just come there for coffee and all of a sudden I was like, I am so starving and getting on the plane on the way home. My stomach was bursting in pain, not from starvation, but from eating way too fucking much. <laughs> 
and I was on the plane, and on the plane, this woman next to me, I said, oh, my stomach hurts because I've eaten so much food, and then she responded with, it's so much worse when you have nothing to eat, and I was like, I was going to say, yeah, I know, but it was just really fresh at the time, so couldn't really make such a strange admittance, but fuck, man, that was hard, and I got home, and for some reason, when I got home, I didn't slow down because I had like, right before I left, I got into this really fast grind of doing things. I was just really active, dude. Despite being homeless, I didn't necessarily lose hope. I was still doing shit. I was actually pretty active. I was like going on walks, um, trying to start a business. And into it, like when I got back, I'm like on this really fast grind. I'm like, yeah, fuck, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing this. I'm going to make videos. That's why I'm like, I started these Snapchat episodes. I'm super excited about it. I'm like, this is going to be my fucking life. This is awesome. I'm getting more, more views. Like I'm now at 100, 110, 120. And I'm getting on this crazy grind. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking killing it. I'm making videos. And then I'm at a cafe on this flow of doing things a month in. And this guy comes up to me, approaches me, and sees that I'm trying to make a stop-motion film with paper. And it's actually my first episode, which I'll be posting later on YouTube. But I'm cutting up these pieces of paper, and he says, Hey, do you want to make an advertisement for my company? Just act, asking some bloke. And I'm like, okay, why not? And I take it, and before I even know it, I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out. I don't know how to use a camera. Want to be a filmmaker, but I don't know how to use a camera. I don't know the terminology. I don't know the systems of use. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. No fucking clue. I don't have any fucking clue right now. The closest thing I have to a camera is a phone, and the camera that I actually own, I have no fucking clue of how to use. So I'm fucking homeless, man. Fucking homeless gets back at you. You're in this strange sense of taint uh a fear and anxiety and you know what that it didn't just like all of a sudden i was homeless it's like it was months leading up to this where things were just progressively getting worse and worse and worse and i was living under this constant fear and stress and i was like how the fuck am i in so deep and right when i got the job it fell through so hard i failed on every part of this thing and in the end, I ended up ghosting the client, which essentially means I did not, I did not answer his text. I did not show up for the shoot. I left. I quit. And that failure put me in this deep depression that first lasted for days. I somewhat recovered, but then it lasted for weeks. And I think the idea of being homeless and what that really was like finally caught up to me. Like I had to sit essentially and become comfortable with the idea is like yo that was fucking hell and no buts about it the only way you're gonna be able to get through that is to acknowledge that and it was rough man it's fucking rough but I ended up finding a great therapist Got back on my grind. Fantastic therapist. He really is incredibly knowledgeable and always has the right thing to say. It's surprising sometimes because you can't always get the best. But I got the best. And 
I finally got back on my roll. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this thing again and again. And I'm obsessed with this thing, man. Like, I've been wanting to make films since I was pretty young. Not super young. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I was five and I was like, I'm going to be a filmmaker. Like, no, that wasn't me. More like a teenager. And, which isn't really far away from where I am. I was a teenager only two years ago. So, not really that much time. And, yeah, I was like, I'm going to be a filmmaker. But then I went to college to be a mechanical engineer. And I knew I wasn't going to do it. And I didn't do well at it anyway. Fell in the wrong crowd and things went to shit. So it led me on this deep descent into fucking bullshit. But, interesting enough, crazy enough, despite all the horrible occurrences and crazy bullshit, I'm kind of glad. I'm not glad that these things have occurred, but I can accept them and accept that I had access to the ability to grow in a way that just other people aren't, that isn't available to other people. If you don't go through hardship, you're not going to learn shit. It's just the truth. You got to see where you're at. You have to see your limits. Um, you have to see them pretty much every day. But I finally got back into it. I am moving more towards that, but it's a slower process. Um, it's a slower process to getting back to making videos because this time I want it to be sustainable. I don't want to crash. I don't want to get overwhelmed and be crushed by my own expectations and all of a sudden fall and fall apart into pieces, shattered by my own ideals. I don't want that. I want it to feel refreshing, to feel fulfilling. It'd just be fucking awesome to be this guy on YouTube who makes videos. I get paid for it. I have to do a boring-ass office job because I'm just not interested in that. I know I won't thrive in that situation. It'd drive me insane. I've known that since I was a kid. It's just not me. I need to be out there, going on an adventure, do some crazy shit. I think, crazy enough, I think these podcasts themselves are quite self-indulgent. It's just me talking about me. I'm not talking about other subjects. I barely am. I skitter and scatter between other things that I want to talk about and say. But in reality, I'm just talking about myself within context of what I say. But there's no buts about it. Sorry. So interesting is how much time flies. I've been thinking about this a lot. I probably mentioned this in a previous podcast. But time flies, man. It'll be a day and then a week and then a month and it will go away like it is nothing. You will blink and all of a sudden you will be a year older. There's no way to straddle that time either. And every single time, hopefully, if you're doing it right, you look back at your previous self and you're like, dude, that guy's stupid, man. He didn't know what he was talking about. He's a big dumb dumb. He doesn't even see what he's talking about. He's so oblivious on how stupid everything that he's saying is, <laughs> or he or she is, that I don't even want to acknowledge that that person even existed in the first place. Like, they are so ridiculously stupid and have no idea what they're doing <laughs> that it's so weird that that person is also me. 
And I think about that every year. Like, every single year, I look back, and I'm like, dude, that guy was fucking dumb. Like, what was he thinking, man? Seriously. Like, are you serious? That's what you thought? (sighs) Yeah, um... But time flies, man. Days become weeks. I, uh, I journal a lot. I use journaling because I have this idea about the fact that you die within the day. That the version of yourself that existed within that day dies within that day. Because you can never truly recreate how you felt and how you felt in the field, felt and how you feel in that moment. Because... What happens is you have memories that lead up to the instance that you're living in, then the present, and then the thoughts of the future that you're living in within that moment. So once that time passes, now you have new past to build upon. So it means you can't even think in the way that you used to think. You will never be able to capture truly how it was to be in that moment unless you are within it or recently within it. And I am slouching on that. Not doing it. It's been a week. It's been a week. Crazy. I had the thought that, hey, my right hand hurts because I'm writing too much. I need to take a break. And now it's a week. It's been a fucking week. That's how fat time flies. You can have a thought and it will transcend a whole week even though you thought it was literally a moment. That's how fast time flies. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. This whole corona thing is crazy. Hear about this. Corona, corona, corona. Oh my gosh, corona. Like it's the song. Ooh, corona. Ooh, corona. Ah. Really shuts things down, that's for sure. Picking up all these new passions and they're gone and unavailable to me all of a sudden. I was going to do rock climbing. I love rock climbing. I love climbing shit in general. I did not realize how much I th- awesome it was until I started doing it. And now that I have this passion I'm super excited about, I can't even do it. And then I'm thinking, man, you know, I would really love to pick up swimming. I'd really like to be good at it. I can swim, but I'd love to be proficient and be able to swim miles. But hey, guess what? The pool's closed. Can't do that either. Oh, freaking pissing me off, man. It's necessary, though. Social distancing is necessary. It is... It is something we all need to do. And it's somewhat selfish if you're coughing or feel sick to go outside because you essentially could kill someone. You could have accidentally killed someone today. And you wouldn't even know it. That's why it is so important. That's why it is essential because you essentially have other people's lives in your hands and the way that you behave affects how other people's lives will continue. So own it. Stay your distance. Yeah. Hmm. But it has been a great week. I've started a lot of new things that I'm been putting aside for a long time things like I don't know sorry I got distracted because the camera just turned off I started drawing 
crazy enough, I started drawing again. I have been on and off with this thing for so long, and it'll be spurts of maybe three weeks or less. And that's not three continuous days within a week. That's like one or two times, and then the next week, one or two times. And with how much time I have left over, even though I really have the same amount of time as I've always had because I am one of the essential workers, so I don't have time off. I'm still working. I still have a normal like eight-hour workday, more like seven so I'm just finding time to do these things, but fucking drawing. It just feels great. Just sit out there outside, pull up pencils, and just try to just figure stuff out by letting my creativity take over. You enter like this, this flow state. It's like you're on the current of a wave, just floating within your ideas. You're... It's not even that I'm like thinking thoughts. It's like I'm thinking the idea of thoughts. Like they're they're not words necessarily. They're like the ideas of movements within my pencil. Ideas of movements within the way that I'll perceive what it is that I'm creating. Thinking about the shapes in which I'm looking upon. It's awesome. It's a legendary experience. I would love to be great at drawing. I think I definitely would be, but... I don't put in the time. And that is what's necessary, the time. There's this thing, this book called Outliers. I have not read it. Not one bit. I would love to read it. But someone told me about it and they told me that one of the concepts was is that I think it was 10,000 hours are necessary to become a master at something. And I think about it. And anything that you do that you put 10,000 hours in, you're pretty much guaranteed, or 20,000, or 30,000, to become the master. Because you've put so much time, you learn the nuances nuances of your craft. Like, you are guaranteed at least some great form of proficiency. Because you've accepted being the amateur. Accepted being the fool. Being like, hey, you know what, I don't know much. So I'm going to go find out what I don't know, and I'm going to learn about it. I'm going to learn more about it. And it's a hard process, man. I feel that every day. I'm trying to create stuff, cool things, and I'm hitting roadblocks all the time. Most of my shit is trash, and every single time I come up with a good thing. But it's not all the time for sure. I'm so glad I did the podcast today. I've been putting off for a few days because I tried to start at two times and both times it just felt like trash. I wasn't really saying much. Maybe I'm not even saying much right now, but I keep saying but as a, as a word placer. I gotta stop doing that. I I want to be more consistent with this. Definitely. Consistency is key to everything. And dedication or commitment is something that I deeply lack for sure. I'm getting better at it. But committing to something. It's very easy to let procrastination or fear seep into what you do. And they fucking steal everything. On a side note. Really wild side note. Watch Ozark. Stop watching this podcast. Pull out your Netflix account. 
type in doop boop doop boop Ozark. Watch every single season because season three was the best one. So get through season one and two, which are also fucking amazing. And then when you get to the third one, hit me up and let me know with a big fat thank you that it's awesome. You're going to love it. Season three is bongos. Bongos, bananas, bedanza. Craziness. I binged that thing in three fucking days because that's how good it is. <sighs> I love it. Hmm. Yeah, I did start going in front of a camera again, but sitting in the shower, I realized I'm going to throw it all away and I'm going to start over again because I don't like it. And that's reality. Just going to have to fucking deal with it. I'm swearing a lot today, man. I, I, I don't know why, but I really like swearing. Swearing is awesome. I just love the complicated word flow that you can use to say some crazy bullshit. But then again, it's also vulgar and ugly and seems uneducated and stupid, which I kind of like too. I think there's a lot of benefits to swearing. I'm not sure if everybody likes it. I'm not sure if it's the best way to talk to people. Not always the best way to make good impressions. I love how my therapist says fuck all the time. Like That gets me fired up. It's just fucking and fuck. <laughs> and... Nobody else likes that, but I love it. You need a good old-fashioned fuck every once in a while. Yeah, but... Fucking bongos, man. Ozark is bongos. Also, I'm taking on the challenge. Taking on the four miles every four hours for 48 hours challenge. And I'm starting training tomorrow morning for it. I have two weeks, two weekends. The second weekend is when I start the challenge for two days... I'm going to train really hard. I'm going to make this happen. It's been a dream for a long time recently. Not a long time, been a few months, but I listened to this podcast, Joe Rogan podcast with, um, he tells a story about how Goggins was uh, in his house for a week, for a month, for 30 days. And the story just fires me up. He is such a fantastic storyteller. And every single time I just listen to it, and I go through the thought process of this guy and how amazing it is to just take on these difficult challenges every day. And what's really great about it is volunteering for it. It's like being willing to say, boo yeah, in the face of danger. Being like, take it on. Okay, I'm doing this now. Volunteering for that shit. I think the only way you find yourself is through struggle. It is the only way. If you think that living a cushy, easy life is the way to go, whew, you are going to hate it. Like some people talk about how on vacation, I'm going to sit on a beach and just drink margaritas. Okay. So you drink a few margaritas on the beach. What do you do after that? Just going to get fat for drinking too many margaritas because the sugar content in alcohol. And what are you going to do after that, huh? Nothing. That isn't a plan. It's not even a goal. That's just a bunch of... A bowl. (sighs) It's been an interesting week, though. That's for sure. A lot going through my mind. Got two 
videos planned, going to face the fear of doing things. I am so reluctant to do things. It frustrates the fucking hell out of me. God damn. I hope uh, next podcast, we're going to change it up a bit. I'm going to talk about topics, not about me. I talk about me a lot. We're going to figure it out. We'll see. Maybe we'll have a segment or two. Maybe we'll have three. Might be interesting. People are interested in people. Maybe we'll give you some interesting people. Mm -hmm. We will see. It's unfortunate the camera broke, that's for sure. Well, it's off, but I would love to have the whole footage so I can put it on YouTube, but hey, here we are. Just got to work with it. Also, I went to the beach today. Just really quick thing. We got a minute left. Went to the beach. Fucking miss the beach, man. I miss it so much. I got there and I was running around giddy like a little kid on fucking Christmas. Climbing cliffs, running across the water, jumping on rocks, scaring birds away, dancing in the sand. And I was probably, I was one of the only people there, but I was making a huge scene because I was, you know, screaming my head off. Oh, I miss the beach. I'm in inland, I'm inland now. Fucking miss it. I love the beach. I know one thing. When I get a house, whenever that is, I am not living anywhere that is away from the water. No siree. I am not doing that. Not doing that at all. Well, sorry it's been a while, but thank you for listening to the podcast. Always love the views. I've been seeing some views recently. People listening to, appreciate it. Appreciate your time. And fuck yeah. Get after it. Tell this corona to fuck off. Put a middle finger in the sky and tell them, tell them viruses to fuck off. Okay, see ya, folks.